Shalom to all. Today's office is Baba Kaman Daf Chavav, and we're starting Chav Hayomid Beis about four lines off from the bottom with the words with the Heishen Veregel. And today's office sponsor Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarabas, Rabbi Yaakov Meisha, Hernish Shalma should have an Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Mars Rivka Bas Rameir Zev. Her neshama should have an aliyah. And Esar Yaakov, so let's all remember to daven and learn b'schos, all those being meister nefesh for Am Yisrael, that they should be bari and sholim in body and soul, and that we should have a Yeshua bakar of mamish. Now let's review. The Mishnah discussed Karen, and everyone agrees that Karen Tam in Rosh Hashanah pays Chatzin Nezek. However, Reb Tarfan Lacham argued if Karen Tam in Rosh Hashanah is also Chatzin Nezek, or maybe, as Reb Tarfan says, it should be Nezek Sholim, because Shane and Regel, which are potter in Rosh Hashanah, are Chayiv Nezek Sholim in Rosh Hashanah, so Karen Tam, which is Chayiv Chatzin Nezek in Rosh Hashanah, should for sure be. Chayiv Nazik Sholim in Rosh Hashanah. Some are asking over questions on the Chamim. Utei Shein Regal Chayiv Rosh Hashanah Mikavu Why don't we say the Shein Regal are Chayiv in Rosh Hashanah based off a Kavu Chaimer? What's a Kavu Chaimer? Umai Karen Shabbos Hashanah and Mishal Mel Chatzin Nazik Rosh Hashanah Chayaves. Just like Karen, the one that damages in the Rosh Hashanah, it only pays Chatzin Nazik and it's Chayiv in the Rosh Hashanah. While Shein Regal Shabbos Hashanah Mishal Nazik Sholim Shein Regal when they damage in the Rosh Hashanah, they pay Nazik Sholim. Any other Shabbos Hashanah Chayiv? Shouldn't we say for sure that in Rosh Hashanah one is Chayiv for Shein Regal? The answer is no. Amar Kar the Pasuk in regards to Shein. Regal says, Ubir Beste Acher, and it destroyed in a different field. And what do we learn from here? Vleber Shusarabim, that tells us clearly that Shane Regal is only Chayv when it destroys Rishus and Nezek, and not when it destroys Rishus Rabim. Chavav Amonalf on top of the Gemara continues asking, Midi Kulik Kamrinon, are we saying that Shane Regal should be Chayv for all the damage in Rishus Rabim, meaning Nezek Shalim? Pago Kamrinon, we're suggesting that it should be Chayv Chati Nezek and Rishus Rabim. So the Gemara answers, No, that also not, because Amakar the Pasuk says, Vachatu is Kaspai, and they shall split its money, and this is referring to Karen Tam. Kaspashal Zevla, Kaspashal Acher, this tells us that we only pay Chati Nezek by Karen Tam and Roshos Rabim and not Chatzin Nezek regarding other things. The marketing is asking, "Why don't we say that Shane and Regel should only be Chayev Chatzin Nezek and Roshos Nezek based off of a Kavuchayim from Karen? Because we're not Karen should Roshos Rabim Chayeves Roshos Nezek and Mishlamis El Chatzin Nezek, just like Karen and Roshos Rabim, which is Chayev, is only Chayev Chatzin Nezek and Roshos Nezek. While Shane Regel should Roshos Rabim Petura Shane Regel that are Potter completely in Roshos Rabim and Odin should Roshos Nezek and Mishlam Chatzin Nezek. Shouldn't we say for sure that? At max, Shane Regal should pay Chatzi Nezek and Rishus Nezek and not Nezek Shalim. So Gemara says no, because Amakar the Pasuk tells us clearly by Shane Regal, Yishalim, he shall pay. And that tells us Tashlum and Ma'alya, it's a full payment and not a Chatzi Nezek payment. The Gemara continues, Why don't we say that Karen and Rishus Rabim is not Chayev at all based on Vakal Chaymer? Uma Shane Regal should Rishus Nezek Nezek Shalim, Rishus Rabim Petura, just like Shane Regal, that are Chayev Nezek Shalim and Rishus Nezek, but they're Potter completely in Rishus Rabim, while Karen should Rishus Nezek Chatzi Nezek. Karen, that's only Chayev Chatzin as a Gershus Nezek, and it didn't Shabbos Rabbim Petura. Shouldn't we say for sure that in Rishus Rabbim it's 100% Potter? So Amar Biachan Biachan answers Amar Kar. The pasuk tells us Yechtzon, and there's an extra pasuk that tells us about Chatzin Nezek for Karen. And we learn from here in Chatzin Nezek Chaluk Leib Rishus Rabbim Leib Rishus Yachid that there's no difference when we're talking about Chatzin Nezek. That payment is made whether the damage happens in Rishus Rabbim or in Rishus Yachid. Now moving on to other suggested Kavuchaimers. Hey Adam Chayev BeKaifer MiKavuchaimer. We should say that a person who kills another person should be Chayev to pay Kaifer based off. Just like a shar when it damages a person, its owner is not chayv in four things, namely, the owner is chayv kaifer if his animal who's a muad kills a person. Well, a person who's chayv in these four things, when he damages another person, shouldn't we say for sure that he's chayv kaifer when he kills somebody else and he's not able to be killed, for example, if there was no warning before he killed him? So Mar says, no, the Pasuk tells us, and what do we learn from this 
extra word of alav, alav loyal adam. This payment of kaifer is only on him, meaning the owner of the shar who killed, and not on a person who killed. The Gemara continues asking, Why don't we say that a shar who damages a person, his owner should be chayv in these four things, just like a person who kills somebody else is not chayv in kaifer, but if he damages another person, he's chayv in these four things. While shar shechayv b'kaifer, and he didn't shay chayv b'abad varim, a shar which is chayv in kaifer when he kills another person, shouldn't his owner be chayv in these four things when he damages another person? So Gemara says no. Amar the pasuk tells us ish b'amisai when a man damages his fellow, and that tells us v'loy shar b'amisai not when a shar damages a fellow. And then we'll go on to another question. Ibayl who they asked regal shedar sagabi tinik b'chatzar nezek if an animal stepped on a child in the chatzar of the nezek and sadly the child died, mahu shetashalam kaifer. What's the din in regards to the owner of the shar paying kaifer? Mi amrina do we say mi dehava karen is just like karen, namely karen which is muad. And why would it be compared to karen which is muad? Because karen kiven the avad trev tosses zimni or chehu karen muad once it does something twice or three times that's considered the norm for this animal. Umishalam kaifer and the animal's owner would pay kaifer if that animal killed somebody. Hachanami leishna. So it's over here. There's no difference because we know that regel is always considered muad. So maybe the owner should have to pay kaifer when this happens. I don't know. Perhaps maybe there's no comparison because karen kavanas el hazik when an animal damages by way of karen it does so intentionally. Hi, but in this case in kavanas el hazik there's no intention to damage as we've said many times before. When an animal walks and damages by way of regel that's just the normal way for it to damage and it's not thinking about damaging. So maybe the owner does not have to pay kaifer. Somar suggests tashma we an attempted raya if a person brings his shar into the chutz of the balabayas so Ruvain brought his shar into shimon's chutz shaloi brashos and was without permission benachel balabayas and Ruvain's shar gored the balabayas shimon umais and shimon died. The shar has to be killed. Uba Olav and the owner, Ruvain, Bain Tam, Bain Muad, Mishalam, Kaifer Shalim. Whether the shar was a Tam or a Muad, has to pay Kaifer Shalim. Full Kaifer. Divir Abtarfin, that's what Abtarfin says. And we explain this. Kaifer Shalim, Batam, Rabtarfin, Manoli. Where does Abtarfin know that the owner would have to pay Kaifer Shalim even though the shar is a Tam? If it's a Tam, it should only have to pay Chatsi Kaifer. Lamisham, the Sarvali, Kerbiese, Glili. Isn't it because Abtarfin holds a Kerbiese, Glili? The Amaru holds Tam Shalim, Chatsi Kaifer, Bishasurabim. The shar Tam that killed somebody in the Rishasurabim would have to pay Chatsi Kaifer. And Umaisulam, Rabbi Tarfin takes us a step further and makes a Kavachimer from Regel telling us that in the Rishos HaNizik, the owner would have to pay Kaifer Shalim. And what will this Kavachimer be? Well, it would be similar to the Kavachimer Rabbi Tarfin brought in the Mishnah. And it goes as follows. Just like Shane and Regel are potter from Kaifer in the Rishos Rabim, but Chayiv Kaifer Shalim in the Rishos HaNizik, Karen, which is Chayiv in the Rishos Rabim, is for sure Chayiv Kaifer Shalim in Rishos HaNizik. Now, what do we see from this whole progression? Alma, we see very clearly that Ikka Kaifer Beregel, that there's Kaifer by Regel, because the whole Kavachimer is based off of that there's Kaifer by Regel. So I think more is a contempt number of questions showing how this is not a valid Kavachimer, Mimela showing how there's no Kaifer by Regel, but we're going to end up following off all these questions. So the first attempt is, Amr of Shimon Adar, Shimon Adar says, no, you got it wrong. Tana Minizakin de Regel Maisila. The Tana is making this Kavachimer based off of Nizakin of Regel, not based off of Kaifer. In other words, it could be that there's no Kaifer for Regel, and nonetheless, Karen would pay Kaifer Shalim in Roshas Nezek. How is that? Because we see that in general, Karen is more Chamer than Shane Varegel, in as much that Karen is Chayv in Roshas Rabim, whereas Shane Varegel is Pater, as in Shane Varegel is Chayv Nezek Shalm so for sure, Karen Tam should be Chayv Kaifer Shalim over there, and so we could successfully prove that Karen Tam is Chayv Kaifer Shalim or Shasanizik without having to say that there's Kaifer by Regel. Asking where how's that valid? We ask What about Nizakin of Regel that those apply by Ash? In other words, Nizakin are different. One is Chayv for Nizakin of Regel as well as Nizakin of Ash. However, one is not Chayv Kaifer for Ash if his Ash kills somebody. So we say there's a Chumr by Nizakin that doesn't apply to Kaifer. Again, that Chumr is a one pays Nizakin for Ash but not Kaifer, and therefore we can't learn a Kaifer from Nizakin to Kaifer, like Rav Shimon Ardaj just suggested. The Gemara says, no, mitamon, we learn 
order from Tamun. Meaning, we're going to learn from Regel that if it damages something which is Tamun, which is hidden, the owner would be chai for that, which he would not be chai for in a case of Aish. But the market he was asking, What about Tamun that does apply by bar? Such as if a goat that's in a sack falls into a pit, the owner is chayiv, showing a chumr by Nizakin that does not apply to Kaifer, because if a person dies by falling into a bar, the owner is not chayiv. So Gemara says, Fine, Mikalim, Rashim is going to learn from Kalim. Namely, a bar's owner is not chayiv for Kalim to fall in. So Rashim once again has a Kavachimer using Nizakin and Kaifer to teach that one is chayiv Kaifer Shalom for Karen Tam in Rashus Hanizik. And again, this is possible now that we've established that one is not chayiv for Kalim in a bar damaging, just like one is not chayiv Kaifer in a bar, equating Kaifer and Nizakin. The Gemara says, Fine, Malakalim Shiashan Ba'ish. What about Kalim? The owner is chayiv in case of Aish. So once again, we see that Nizakin is more Chumr than Kaifer, because again, a person is not chayiv Kaifer by Aish. So Gemara tells again, Mikalim Tamunim. So Rashim is going to learn this from Kalim Tamunim. Hidden Kalim. The one to be chai for in a case of Ragel, if an animal stepped in Kalim hidden in a bag, but he's not chai for that in a case of Aish or Bar. So once again, we compare Nizakin and Kaifer. Harley Warren says it's still not comparable because Malakim to Munim Adam. Hidden Kalim are different because a person would be chai for that, whereas a person is not chai of Kaifer, as we've said previously. So once again, we cannot compare Nizakin to Kaifer because Nizakin is more Hummer. El Lav, it must be Shmaminami Kaifer de Regel, Maisila. It must be their preference limit is based off of Kaifer de Regel, like we said earlier. Alma Ikar Kaifer de Regel, we see very clearly that Kaifer is paid by Regel. I think Warren says Shmaminami, you're right, that's a good Raya. And while answer after this, only Rachmadifti Ravina, Rachmadifti told Ravina, Hakanam Stabra, it's actually logical to say this. They could Kaifer Bregel, they're just Kaifer by Regel. Tisakatai Techleko Kaifer Bregel, if you want to say there's no Kaifer by Regel, but Tanam and Nizakin to Regel, my Sila, and the Tanam, meaning Reptarfin, is learning there's Kaifer Shalim by Karen, Machatra and Nizak, from Nizakin of Regel, well, Lifrach, then we could always ask a very simple question. Malan Nizakin to Regel, Shikin Yashim Bregel. What about Nizakin of Regel that apply by Regel, showing how Nizakin is more Chamer, and therefore we can't compare Kaifer and Nizakin? El Shmami Noah must be learned from here. Me Kaifer to Regel, my Sila, the Reptarfin learns from Kaifer of Regel, Alma Ikar Kaifer Bregel, Shmami Noah. We see from here that there's Kaifer by Regel, that's a valid Raya. And all the brain of Mishnah, the Mishnah tells us, other Mu'ala a person is always Mu'ad when he damages. Ben Shagig, Ben Mezid, whether he damages inadvertently or does it on purpose. Ben Erben Yashain, whether he's awake or even if he's sleeping. Let's see, he blinded his friend's eye and broke Kalim, and Mishalim Nezak Shalim, he pays Nezak Shalim even though it's Bishagig. The Gemara comments on the last part of the Mishnah, the Mishnah says that he blinded his friend's eye, and that's being compared to breaking Kalim. And what do we learn from here? Mahasam Nezak in Arbadvarm Loi, just like over there, when he breaks Kalim, he only pays the Nezik, the damage is caused, and he doesn't pay our Dvarim, namely, Tsari Poshevs and Baishas, because when a Kli is broken, it doesn't suffer pain, have medical bills, go on sick leave, or get embarrassed. So, if he blinded his friend's eye as well, and it was Bishagig, Nezik in our Dvarim Loi, he only pays Nezik and not the other four things. But now, the more Chavavavam based on top addresses the first part of the Mishnah, Minan Emili, how do we know this? Meaning, how do we know that a person is Muad even when he damages Bishagig? So, Amr Chizkiah, Vachin Tanad Bein Chizkiah, Chizkiah, and was also taught in the measure of Chizkiah, said as follows Amr Kral, the Pazik tells us, Petsatachas Pata, a wound for a wound. How was this teach us? The person's chai for when he damages b'shaygig, just like when he damages b'mezid, and he's chai for damaging b'ainis, just like he'd be chai if he did so b'ratzayin. And the reason I will learn from this pasuk is because we already have another pasuk that tells us he's chai for damaging. The pasuk tells us kitin mubamisay kasher asa kenyasaloi. So why do we have to have this pasuk of petzatachas pata? It must be that's telling us that he's chai in all scenarios. Ask the Gemara, how can you say that? This pasuk of petzatachas pata is telling us that a person's chai for tsar even though he has to pay for nezek, because one might be inclined to say that there's no tsar payment if nezek is paid, and tsar is only paid if there's no nezek. For example, if Ruvain burns Shimon's fingernail, that hurts, but not much more than that. Kamash Malam Petzatachaspatza tells us that we paid Tsar even when Nezek is paid. So Gemara says, no, in Cain, if that's so, meaning if that's the only thing the Pasuk was trying to tell us, Lichtiv Kra Petza Bipetza, the Pasuk should use this wording. My Tachas Petza, why use this extended wording Petzatachaspatza? Shmaminatarti must be learned both from here. Now we're going to have a series of cases. Omar Rabba Rabba says, A person has a stone in his lap, and he didn't know it was there, meaning he never knew that the stone was there in the first place. Now there's a number of different things we're going to analyze whether or not he's chayiv for. So in Nizakin, chayiv. In regards to Nizakin, he'd be chayiv. Because even though this was done totally inadvertently, he's still chayiv for that. Because Adam would Now in Yarba 
Dvarim, Potter. But in regards to the four things, Sari Pushavs and Baishas, he'd be Potter because of Dom Bishagig, and a person would not be Chav Abar in such cases. Now, in Shabbos, in regards to Shabbos, meaning, let's say, when he stood up, the stone rolled four Amazon or Shasarabim, or went from Rosh Yachat to Rosh Yachat, and that's the Isra of So he would not be Chav, and that's because Malachas Machshavas Asra Taira, the Taira Asra is Malachas Machshavas, meaning a person has to have Kavana to do a Malacha. Even if he does that Malacha Bishagig, he still has to have Kavana, I want to do such a Malacha. But over here, it's not even Bishagig because he didn't even know the stone was in his lap. Now, in Galas, Potter, in regards to Galas, he'd be Potter. What's Galas? So we know that when Ruvain kills Shimon Bishagig, he would have to run to Galas to one of the Ari Miklot. But over here, if the stone fell on somebody and killed him, Ruvain, who's the one that stood up, would not have to go to Galas. That's because one only goes to Galas when it's done Bishagig. But this is not even considered Bishagig because, again, as we said, he didn't even know that the stone was in his lap at all. And in Evan, in regards to setting an Evan free with Shane or Ayan, we know the Torah says that if a master knocks out his Evan's tooth or eye, so then the Evan goes free. And so let's say the stone fell on his Evan and knocked out his eye or tooth. This is Let's say an Evid's master is a doctor of Amr and he asks his master, please put medicine on my eye, and the master accidentally blinded him, or if he told his master, please dig around my tooth, meaning fix my tooth up, and the master accidentally knocked it out. He laughs at his master and he goes free. Whereas Shim Gamil and Shim Gamil says, the Pasak tells us and he destroyed it. And what do we learn from here? It has to be the master has intention to destroy his Evid's eye or tooth. And over here there was no intention whatsoever. He was trying to help him out, and therefore the Evid would not go free. So the same Achalakas would apply over here in the case of the stone falling. Now we have the same scenario, just with a slight change. Ruvain's sitting down, and he has a stone in his lap. However, Hikirba, he knew that the stone was in his lap, but then he forgot about it. Then he stood up and it fell. So once again, in regards to the other four things, he'd be Pater, in regards to Golis, he would be Chayev, because the Pasuk says, if a person kills, that's Mashman, the person has to have some sort of idea of what he's doing. And over here, the person had a knowledge of this. As we said, Ruvain knew that the stone was in his lap, even though he forgot afterwards. It's still considered a shagging in regards to Galos. In regards to Shabbos, again, for example, if when he stood up, the stone went from Rosh Yachat to Rosh Rabim, Potter, he'd be Potter, because it's not considered Malach Samach Shabbos, because even though he did once upon a time know that the stone was in his lap, he still didn't intend to do any sort of Malacha. And in Lenin Evan, in regards to the Evan going free, if the stone knocked out his tooth or eye, that would be the same that we just brought before. Another scenario, in his Chavalin's Let's say the person had this stone, he intended to throw it two Amais, and it ended up going four Amais. So, in regards to Nizakin, he's Chayef, because again, in regards to the other four things, he'd be Potter. In regards to Malach of Shabbos, we need Malach Shabbos, and he didn't intend to do Malach over here. He intended to throw it only two Amais, and it went four. Two Amais, one would not be Chayef for. One is only Chayef for four Amais. Two wouldn't be Chayef for this either. In regards to going to Galos, meaning if he intended to throw it two Amais, and it ended up going four and killing somebody, what do you have to go to Galos? Well, Asher Loit Sada Amrachmana. The Torah in regards to Galos tells us Asher Loit Sada that he didn't ambush his friend. And what do we learn from here? Pratlins Chavlin Zakshtein Vizark Arba is excluding in case if he intended to throw a two and it ended up going four. And there's actually Machlaikas what that means. Does that mean that throwing a two and it going four would make him Chayv in Galos, or does it mean that he's Pater from Galos? And then in Evan, in regards to Evan going free, if the stone knocked out his tooth or eye, plucked Rabshim Gamal of Rabbanon, this Machlaikas Rabshim Gamal of Rabbanon that we brought before. Another scenario, Nishavlin Zak Arba Vizark Shmaina. Let's say he intended to throw it four Amas and it ended up going eight Amas. Slain Zakin Chayv. In regards to Zakin is Chayv, because other Mudla Ilam. Lain Daladvarim. In regards to the other four things, he'd be Pater. Lain Shabbos. In regards to Shabbos, so it'd make an Afkamino. But Imer, if the fellow said, Kamakam Shtirzo Tanuach, wherever it lands, that's great, I'm happy with that. In. So yes, he would be Chayv, because that's Machs Machshabes. He intends to throw it four Amas, which in and of itself is a Malacha. And since he said explicitly, I'm happy for it to land wherever, then he's Chayv, even though it landed eight, because he's happy with it landing eight. Eli, Loi. But if he didn't say that, then he wouldn't be Chayv, because he's not happy with it landing there. Lain Yigalos, in regards to him going to Galos, it's the same as the previous case. Asher Loit Sada, Pratlin is Chavalin Zerk Arba, Vizarak Shmaina, and Lenin Evan, in 
Marsa Evet, Pogit Rav Shimon Gamliel Rabbanon. This case is also subject to Machlech of Shimon Gamliel and the Rabbanon. And more cases from Rabbah. Va'amar Rabbah Rabbah says, Zarakli Mereshagag, if a person threw a kli off of a roof, Uba Achar Ushvar Makel, and another guy came along down below, took out a stick, and thwacked the kli, breaking it into a million pieces, Potter, so that guy down below is Potter. My time, why is that? Because Manatvira Tavar, he broke a broken kli. Once Ruvain threw it off the roof, it's already considered like it's broken, even though physically it's not broken yet. And now that Shimon came and whacked it with his Louisville slugger, it's like Shimon broke something that's already broken. From Rabba, another case from Rabba, Zar Klimer Shagag, let's say Ruvain threw a kli off of a roof, but there was pillows and cushions underneath it. And then another guy, Shimon, came along and removed those pillows and cushions, and now the kli fell breaking. Or Ruvain himself beat the kli to it, and he moved the cushions away, meaning Ruvain threw the Klee off the roof, ran down the stairs lightning speed, and then moved the cushions away, and then the Klee fell and broke. Potter. In this case, Ruvain is Potter. My time, why is that? Because the the moment Ruvain threw this Klee off the roof, his arrow was stopped. We're looking at the Klee as his arrow, and the moment he threw the Klee off the roof, it wasn't going to become broken. Nothing was going to happen to it because there were pillows and cushions there. So for all intents and purposes, it's not like Ruvain did a damage. And that other person that came along and moved the cushions, or even if Ruvain moved those cushions, that's not going to be Mechaev him because that's just Grumma bin Yizakin, and it's not directly doing an Ezek. Now, another case, not so Gishmak, Vamarabba Rabba said, Zark Tinik Mereshagag, let's say someone threw a child off the roof, Ubachar Rekibulib Saif, and another guy came along and received him with a sword, meaning a guy walking below pointed it upwards, and the child fell on the sword. This is between and the Rabbanon. If the person with the sword is going to be Chayev, if 10 people beat a person with 10 sticks, whether they beat him all at the same time, or if they went one after another, first Reuben gave a whack, then Shimon, then Levi, then Yehuda, so on and so forth. And obviously the fellow who was beaten died. So Kulon, Chavzayin, Abalaf, on top of Turin, all of them are Pater. That's because we're not able to pinpoint the murder on any single one of them. All of them were involved in the murder. Whereas Rehud Mzeir, says, Bezacharzeh, if they all beat this guy one after another, Ha'achron Chayev, the last guy is Chayev, because he hastened that fellow's death. And it would be the same thing in this case. According to Abanon, the guy with the sword is not Chayev, because it was a combination of the guy throwing the child off the roof and the guy with the sword stabbing the child. Whereas according to Rehud Mzeir, the guy with the sword is Chayev, because Kir of Misasai, he hastened the child's death. Now we have the same case of the child being thrown off the roof just with a different outcome, but Sharvakil of what about if a shark came along and received the child with its horns, meaning the child fell onto the horns of the shark and died, would the owner of the shark be Chayev Kaifer? So, this is the Pasuk in regards to Kaifer says, he has to give the Pidyon of his Nefesh. Now the question is, whose Nefesh is being paid for? So, according to Rabbanon, the Nizek, the owner of the shark pays the value of the one who was damaged, the one who was killed. He says, the owner of the shor pays the yarshim of the nizik his own worth, meaning the owner's worth. So it'd be the same thing over here. According to Rabbanon, the owner of the shor would not be chayiv because the nizik's not worth anything. Since the child was already considered worthless once he was thrown off the roof, by the time the shor got to him, he has no value, so the owner would not pay kaifer. Whereas according to Rishmol, the owner would have to pay kaifer because it has to do with the owner's value and not the child's value. And so even though the child is not worth anything, the owner still has to pay kaifer in this case. We're going to stop it for the damn pick up tomorrow with more scenarios. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.